0: This is the Cascadia Podcasters Podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Rigdon. On this episode, we have John and Ed from the High Gain Podcast. How are you today? Pretty good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Could you tell me a little bit about your show? Our show is about guitars.
1: We talk about one guitar each episode, at least nominally. That's what we do.
2: It's sort of. Yeah, I mean, John, we both love guitars. John digs into the history and it generally bores me. So I just don't talk about (laughs) guitars is the way it usually works. I think, I think that's our shtick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you've got a, if you've got a guitar and it was made in 1957, we'll veer off into what was on TV in 1957. Did anybody win the Oscars or what was happening, happening politically or even just nothing that has anything to do with that?
2: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, if you want to go listen to a podcast that's you know deep diving into just minutia of guitar building luthery, you know like Stevie Vai wankery. Yeah, Yeah. not that's not this one
1: wankery. That's,
2: yeah, wankery <laughs> is not what we're into. So
0: yeah.
1: Now we, we we've heard this described as car talk for guitars, and I think that's uh, as far as it goes. Pretty accurate.
0: Yeah. And so then each episode you feature a different guitar. We do. And how do you select those?
1: Uh, We either uh, have people, friends loan them to us, or we use ones we own. But primarily, uh, living as close as we do to a guitar shop, we borrow them from the guitar store. We have a good relationship with Thunder Road Guitars.
0: And how long have you been doing this show?
1: A little over a year. Uh, Tomorrow's episode will be number 55, and that's uh, at one a week.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's quite a few episodes. (laughs) Yeah, we
2: haven't. That's been a little goal that we we haven't missed a week. And so sometimes, you know, like summer comes up or Christmas or whatever, and we just do our best to kind of stockpile them when we know. Um, Right now, I think we're flying with no net, you know, like Uh, we're one up one up. Okay, yeah. So we you know, like sometimes we just have something in the can. But a lot of times we're just like right up against the metal, you know, recording on a. On a Tuesday pedal to the metal. Yep. The and, and then it comes out on Wednesday. So, yeah. Yeah. John also likes to bust out like all his sweet, sweet licks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was my law and order <laughs> lick. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's, you know, another thing you get with it. That's free. You just get that for yeah free. John <laughs> likes. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Do you have any tips for maintaining that level of consistency every week? <laughs> I was hoping I, you could tell us. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, like, I think that's one thing is just some planning. That you know, if if you know you're going to be coming up on some event or summer or something, get a couple in the can and just have them as backup. But I think both of us just committed when we started like we're gonna do this right and so we do it and you know sometimes it's like oh oh god i gotta go record but like nope we we do it
1: yeah and then there's uh you know there, there's a lot behind it i'm sure everybody's podcast has this kind of thing but there's research you have to do ahead of time and then there's editing you have to do afterwards so just planning for that as well uh you know and you can get in under the wire mostly <laughs> that's <laughs>
2: It works out really well because John does all the research and John does all the editing and John owns the studio and John is the engineer. So Ed just comes in and says dumb shit and like it works out really great for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's <laughs> ideal. Exactly.
2: Yeah. That that also helps. Get one guy that's like actually does everything. Get one of those guys.
1: Yeah, get one of those. We need an intern or or a flying robot monkey.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, there is an unfortunate uh, imbalance in the workload on this, but I think the way there are a few other examples of podcasts that I think are similar to ours, like um, the dollop. If you've ever heard that, it's an American history podcast. And One guy tells the other guy a story, like a really well researched story. And then the other person just kind of reacts real time to that. So that's the thing. John, I, a lot of times, I don't even know what the guitar is until I sit down. And then John actually has just a ton of facts about when it was built. And yeah. And
1: then that actually works out in our favor, I think, because we like to keep it. Uh, the podcast spontaneous. So if I don't tell Ed any of the facts ahead of time and he doesn't tell me any of the kind of color commentary he's planning on using, uh, then we can react in real time and it's it's funnier that way we find. So what made you
0: want to do a show all about guitars?
1: Uh, I think that's pretty easy, right? I, we, we just both, we both play and have for years and years and we both love them, especially vintage guitars. And uh, it was kind of a no brainer that way.
2: Yeah, I think for the for the topic, that was it. But I think largely, you know, I there's there are a ton of podcasts out there that are just talking heads like two dudes getting in a room because, oh, they're funny when they're together. And so you have to pick something like Jordan right. and I just hang out anyway. So now we just hang out and play guitar, <laughs> but we have mics running at the same time.
0: Right. And what made you decide to do a podcast? You might be able to do this like on a YouTube channel too. I think uh, YouTube, uh,
1: that would be super sweet. But I think it's uh, with however many hours are in a day, it's 24, isn't it, still, Ed? It's, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That just adds a layer of complexity to it that we're just not capable or prepared to handle right now. Extra editing, cameras, things like that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, and you have to be like just. I don't know. People don't need What's, to see us. Uh, good looking. No one, no one needs to. <laughs> no one needs to be looking at us. Yeah, we've
1: got yeah, faces. Like, we've yeah. got great faces for radio. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I. You know. I think we've we've kind of talked about maybe doing. There's bits and pieces like pedal reviews that are smaller, kind of bite-sized <laughs> chunks. But um, you know, I think a big long. 25 minutes to an hour long episode on a guitar is just, I I feel like it's a lot in the YouTube format and you know, like we are, we are really like it's guitars, which are, you know, it's very audio heavy. Yeah. So, and
1: if it was, yeah, if it was an hour on YouTube, uh, I would feel a pressure to be funnier than I actually am (laughs) in in post.
0: (laughs) And had you done any podcasting before this?
1: Nope.
2: Neither of us.
1: Yeah, no, I've, I've done uh, recording in some form or another, most of my life. Uh, so fortunately we've got, you know, we're in my studio, we've got the, you know, everything we need to do it. So the startup kind of cost that way was nothing really website. Yeah. Hosting. Yeah. Website and hosting. That was about it. All the gear we already had.
0: Yeah. So what were some of the biggest challenges of doing this show?
1: uh finding our voice probably don't you think it
0: yeah i mean i like we've we've done it
2: recently we went back and listened to the first you know like the first episode (laughs) or the first few and they're brutal you know it's just it's rough (laughs) like you know i think i i feel like after doing it for a year you know we we kind of have our thing down now And it's not like I don't want to go back and delete the first episode, but you know, be, be aware. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Great.
1: Great on a curve. If you go back there.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's probably the biggest thing. Cause I, we've had the occasional like weird little technical hiccup or mixing kind of thing. We have. Yeah. But those have been like very few and far between.
1: Yeah. And I think the mixing is kind of a work in progress. I, I, usually end up tweaking it in some way or another each week, just trying to get closer to some ideal place I want to be. But putting that first episode out and having it be rough, that was also calculated at least. We thought, well, we can wait and plan it out and it will sound super awesome or we could just record it as it is and just put it up right now. And so we just did that, hit the button and went.
2: Yeah. Now we've got kind of little kind of sections, you know, not skits, but just little pieces, skits, dioramas. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Audio dioramas. (laughs)
2: Yeah. That that kind of we cover each week that at the very beginning it was way more loose maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, And
2: even now we're pretty loose, but we kind of hit the high points at more or less the same point in the episode each week. And you know, like if you listen to episode 45 and episode you know 50 they're pretty similar
0: right format wise yeah yeah Yeah, it takes a time to you know find that groove i know i talk to podcasters that are thinking about starting a show you know and they will do all this planning but you really can only learn by doing yeah and
1: then listening back to it and then and cringing a little bit and taking notes and trying to fix it next time
2: yeah we've got pretty good at like we don't you know We're sitting here in the same room and we don't talk over each other anymore that I think like in those first episodes, it was just a constant, like, you know, like we were always stepping on each other. And I think somehow we've just figured out, okay, now John talk.
1: Yeah. And then when we do it, uh, when we do step on each other, uh, it's so infrequently now, most times I can just leave it in post or or we've gotten good at just repeating what we said if we step on each other just say it again knowing that
0: I'll grab the good one and post and onto kind of like technical side of podcasting where do you host the actual files for your uh, podcast
1: uh on our site on squarespace
0: and how does that work out for you
1: it works out pretty good although the i, I think we probably have the a similar challenge a lot of people have which is getting i don't know what to say accurate reliable, trustworthy analytics. Just, uh, you know, you, yeah, you can go to podcast connect and check out what's happening on iTunes with your stuff or go to your host and look at those analytics or go to blueberry and look at those analytics and none of them will jive.
2: Yeah. That's yeah, it is, it is a thing that I think you've covered on this show a bit as well, but it's, it is amazing that you know, you talk, we're in Seattle, so it's, everyone's in tech in Seattle. And it is amazing to me that it is still as wild Westy as it is in the podcast world. It's, it's amazing. Like starting out and realizing like, Oh, you got to push it to like iTunes and then you got to get it on Spotify. And then on like, it's just a nightmare. It's dumb.
1: Yeah. Or, or if you, if you sign up for this particular platform or this other platform they'll push it automatically for you but if you don't want to sign up for those platforms you're
0: out of luck yeah yeah it can be so confusing to new folks it's uh, it's it's a shame but you know one nice thing about it is that you know you do have full control which is kind of nice something you don't have like on um, like youtube you don't know, have kind of at their whim right
2: what yeah. Maybe say, yeah, look, I actually don't know much about that. Like, is that, does YouTube retain a tighter control than, you know, I guess because it's their platform they do. Is that what you mean?
0: Yeah. If you talk to YouTubers, you know, they will, um, you know, one thing that they've dealt with a lot that they, they had the advantage of, you know, having someone monetize their their content for them, which is great. Podcasters don't have that. But then one thing that they're frustrated with continuously is about how, you know, even just using one swear word in your episode can cause you to be demonetized.
2: Oh, yeah, we're yeah, like that would be that's a no fly zone for us. Yeah, we, pretty you know, pretty much. I, I think I've already slipped one or two out there. So. Yeah, you'll have if to put, be. <laughs>
1: yeah, you'll have to put the bleep on it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you do. Um, you do have your show be. It sounds uh, more than it is, but it you do say it's explicit. Yes, it is. Yeah,
1: yeah it does yeah. sound more than it is. It's not explicit, like uh, you know.
0: I know it's not as exciting as it sounds. Yeah, as, yeah as,
1: as, no, no. As yeah, it's not as explicit as the average person is capable of ima- imagining. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's mostly just cursing.
2: And it's mostly just ed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's both of us.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that is one of the frustrations with uh, Apple's kind of system is, you know, it's kind of an on off switch. And it's like, there's no gradient there, you know?
2: Right. Right. Yeah. And I like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the downside of that is. Like, honestly, I think that's kind of some of us, you know, John and I kind of learning as we go. Right. Like, if there's a huge downside to us being marked explicit, I don't know, because we've never not been.
1: So sure, and you know. it and by the same token, it's not, or at least in my mind, it's not any big deal either way. Like if somebody backed a, like a dump truck of money up to our, our front door and said, "All this can be yours if you, you stop cursing." Yeah. All right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we could probably do that. Yeah, I could. Yeah. I
1: could figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like there's got to be an article on yeah. the web about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The dump truck of money article.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah dump trucking money, non-cursing article.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, the biggest thing that happens for the uh, iTunes directory when you have your show marked as explicit, there's a whole list of countries that no longer list you. So, but but if you're doing, you know, an English language show like you're doing, it's probably not that big of a deal, right? Right.
2: Yeah, we have, like, the analytics are interesting that way when you can drill in and depending on how well you trust them, we have like a weird scandinavian we yeah. have a fair number of <laughs> like kind of swedes and france we have and personas. great britain and great, Brit-
1: great but, britain but you know this is all kind of becoming clear to me now i think i know why we don't get any downloads from the, the vatican <laughs>
2: yeah yeah <laughs> that's it
0: yeah <laughs> Yep. and what kind of microphones do you use
1: uh we were switching it up for a while. Now we're pretty steady. I'm on a AKG 414. I was on a Neumann. Uh, I switched just cause. And Ed is on an Electro Voice RE20 broadcast mic.
0: Okay, so much uh, better microphones than most podcasters have. Uh, maybe yes. I yeah yeah. Is that true? I mean, yeah. Because I mean, it sounds like you are. Um very focused on like music. And so you've got some good equipment. Um, you know, a lot of podcasters have, um, you know, your, uh, $20 USB microphone. There's plugging into the computer.
1: Right. Right. Well, you know, it's like at the end of the day, whatever's going to give you a good sound is probably fine. And do you ever have a
0: guest on your show?
1: Yeah, we do. We've had in studio guests and we've also had remote guests via Zencaster. Just had one two weeks ago. Can. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah from wisconsin
2: yeah we've yeah it's the zencaster is pretty good like it's what we're yeah what we're using now but um uh depending on the connection we have had one guest who is in just middle of nowhere california and it was pretty
1: brutal yeah he was dropping Um, out a lot
2: yeah but other than that like it's been fine you can't, you know, I guess, I guess when it's remote, the one thing you can't control is like the quality on their end Right, is the hardest thing. Cause the studio in the end studios we've done all sound, you know, we have a very consistent
1: sound, which is nice.
0: Yeah. And what kind of software do you use to edit your show?
1: I am using Motu digital performer.
0: Okay. That's a new one on the show. How do you like that?
1: Oh, I've been using it since. You know, I, I, I think with any kind of uh digital audio workstation stuff, it's all what, like whatever you start on and get used to, that's what you use. And so I started in digital performer in 2000, maybe. So it's, it's a, it's essentially a pro
0: tools, uh, similar deal. And like, how long does your post-production take?
1: Oh God. Uh, uh, longer than I wish it did. Uh, <laughs> we will record. Well, we'll try to record for an hour, uh, and then the target for a finished episode can be anywhere from like 20, 25 minutes to like 40, 45, just somewhere in between there. So to do that, cut it down by half roughly, a couple few hours, Uh, keeping in mind we have multiple tracks. There's me, there's Ed, there's a guitar, and we've got a soundboard. Oh, and we've also got uh, songs that we'll play, canned songs.
2: And those are all, all of that is live. Like none of the kind of soundboardy stuff. None of that is in post. like very, very little,
1: very little is in post. It's live. Yeah. So
2: it's, yeah, it it kind of,
1: I've got the soundboard on my, on my phone. And then I've also got Spotify on my phone and I will have prepared a a playlist ahead of time.
2: More, more stuff that John does that Ed doesn't do any (laughs) of that. Like I said, it works out very good. Yeah.
1: Sweet for it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um And, and I think that's one thing that John definitely edits for kind of interesting and funny where, uh, you know, I never even hear at this point, the full episodes. I, you know, I come in, sit down and John said, we try to go an hour and, that does not mean we're usually like fighting for an hour. It's usually like sometimes we're up getting closer to 2. Yeah. You know, we try and keep it shorter. Right. Uh and then John the editing, he definitely he does a lot of weird non-sequitur editing. I found that's kind of more for humor than anything. That or-
1: that's true. Like if Ed changes the subject normally how somebody changes the subject would be to kind of lead in with, Oh, you know, that thing you said reminds me of that time. I went to Mexico. Uh, I'll just cut all that out. And then just out of nowhere, Ed's like, I went to Mexico once and it just sounds funnier.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. But, you know, and I know like when I hear, when I hear it back, I can sort of replay the conversations cause I'll hear them, you know, <laughs> a couple days later, I'll hear the episode. Like, and, what like, did you do? I just know like, wait, John, like I was talking in the middle there. <laughs> and like, it's pretty great. It, Cause I never know what I'm going to say. You know, I mean, I know what I said. I never know what's going to be on the, like on the air or whatever in the podcast. It's always different.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of a brutal <laughs> editor that way. Other than the comedy part, I, uh, uh, maybe it's my own lack of concentration in, in audio or I don't know what I, I, I edit very tight and very kind of, uh, Hmm. I, I keep the,
0: I, I really appreciate, I gotta say, I really appreciate that.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. The, I, I, I want the pace to keep going. I I don't, I can't listen to a minute of somebody going, um, uh, mm, that time. Wait. Uh,
0: and I am very guilty of that. Oh, we both are. Yeah. But stuff you can fix in post production, and you just may make a sound um just, so much more enjoyable for the listener, I think,
1: yeah, just keep it moving, yeah,
0: so how do you prepare for your episodes
1: uh well we we'll talk about what guitars we want to do or what guitars we haven't done, or any new guitar that might be out, or uh we'll go over to the guitar shop because that's the thing we like to do, and we look at what all they've gotten in recently uh. I've got a uh, kind of a whole library of guitar-related history books. And, of course, there's the web. So I use that to do my research. Then I send relevant dates to Ed. I'll just send him a text message that says, like, 1972. And then uh, I just trust that he shows up with some weird facts about 1972 and that we can riff on. Uh, and then from there, we hit record and go.
2: We... Have recently started. We have between the two of us a pretty big guitar pedal supply as well. And so we'll do a thing where we do a pedal pairing where we also always bring in a beverage. So we start the show with a beverage. Yep. And then we pair the beverage and a guitar pedal that we sort of think matches the aesthetic of the guitar. So there's like this whole thing of, you know, if it's a surf guitar we'll maybe bring in some like washy reverb or a Trello right. kind of thing and then pair that with some, uh, you know, some ginger beer or something.
1: And even that is, uh, is about as minimal effort as required. Yeah. Sometimes it's, Oh, that guitar is red. Let's find a beverage that has a red label. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
0: And did you have this kind of structure, uh, in mind at the beginning or did this develop over time? It developed over time. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, I think the pedal pairing is probably within the last gosh, maybe like eight episodes out of 55. Yeah. So, yeah. But you know, we were doing, we've probably been doing beverages since, you know, maybe like the first five or 10. Um, so they're just like little evolutions of right. a thing. Um, but yeah, we definitely, it was seat of our pants on the first episode outside of you know, we had some rules of like, it's going to be a specific guitar. We're not going to, you know, we don't do the Fender Telecaster. We do the 1972 Fender Telecaster Deluxe, like a very specific, like pinpointed thing. So that, you know, that was kind of ground rules up front. But other than that, it's evolved
0: do you think those uh, ground rules like helped you give you like kind of like a playground to play in? So sometimes people want to have no rules, but that kind of goes to hell quick.
2: I personally, John, John and I have done a few things that have been like in the art space, like band stuff. And I tend to think like, I don't, you know, no one has unlimited time. And so John and I have both, I think when we've approached art stuff together, we put a ton of restricted boxes around it. So it's like, okay, we're going to record a song. We have to write it and record it and edit it in a session, you know? And like, that was like early on rules. And we recorded like albums of material that was just like done in that box. Um, I, I like working that way personally.
1: Um, it's, it's practical. And, and I don't know if, I don't know if having those rules, if I would say gives us the freedom or doesn't give us the freedom, what it does is, is gives enough structure to pin the freedom on. Cause if you were like, yeah, no rules at all. Yeah. I, I think you'd be flailing around. And like Ed says, there's just not enough
0: time to flail around. Do you have any tips for maybe uh, new podcasters or folks that are just starting out? Uh, <laughs>
2: Uh, get a John, find a John, a guy who's willing to do all the work. That would be yep, my number yep, one tip. Yep. Um, I think, I think if you're gonna do it, you need to commit. Like, I think John and I are both also fairly good at like, okay, we're gonna do this thing and we're gonna commit. And, you know, so like, we haven't, I, I think both of us take it kind of as a point of pride that we haven't missed a week Yep, and there've been, you know, like I said, there's like right up to the edge, uh, where, where we're recording and then releasing real soon after. Um, but yeah, that's like, so be consistent. Don't, don't be a dummy.
1: Yeah, definitely. Don't be a dummy head. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, uh, also always try to do what you want to do. I think, uh, we've we've kind of fallen into the trap sometimes but luckily it's off air where we're like hey what would make this more marketable or how about sponsorships and not that you don't want those things cuz getting paid is nice but i think at the core of it we're doing these guitars we're we're talking about the guitars we like and we're talking the way we talk because that's what we want to do so we're we're kind of uh vigilant about not undermining that too much
2: yeah like i think we've we've done a thing where we definitely have that discussion about like we give honest like warts and all opinion of guitars and you know i just know there is just about zero chance (laughs) gibson is ever going to be like sponsoring this podcast because i just flame those guys every chance i get
1: To, yep yep
2: to go hard at that company i do it and so you know and i think we we actually talked about that like oh should we dial it back and only be positive and uh, you know i think both of us just said like well we may as well quit you know? <laughs> we yeah as we'll not do it
1: and, and that doesn't mean uh we're gonna go out and look for a guitar to bash no, no i mean no. we we continue to pick the guitars for the same reasons either We already know what it is and we love them or we don't. And we're curious. And so there've been very few times where we've just come away from an episode thinking, ah, that guitar sucked. I mean, there's always something interesting about it to talk about.
0: Do you ever bring in guitars that you know are bad?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Well, it depends. Depends on what you mean by bad, like a bad guitar to play. Uh, no, I don't think we've deliberately done that. A bad guitar, like we don't like them. Yeah, maybe a couple. <laughs> yeah.
2: John and I have similar but different taste. You know, like kind of, and you know, we've done we've definitely done episodes where we knew like oh, a, like a Parker Fly. That's just a very weird and you know, or or like uh, maybe very metal. Guitars like eighty metals band metal band right. guitars like a you know Ibanez gem or something right. That's like well that's not really my thing. I don't really like that. But we usually talk about it in the way of like oh if you're a guy who wants to be in a metal band this guitar's for you. I hate it, but this guitar is yeah. for you. Like, <laughs> we'll say that.
1: Yeah, or 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 at least try to kind of get under the hood of why those people like them why why a certain guitar became popular with a certain demographic
2: yeah and that's usually because it's a great guitar it's just not something aesthetically i'm into or john's into right Um, but yeah like we don't we don't pick the guitar because we just want to shit on it for half an hour yeah we don't do
0: that
1: that's not fun
0: yeah. The episode I listened to, it seemed like you had great admiration for the guitars and you liked them. So I was just wondering if there's ever the flip side of that.
2: I mean, the first episode is a Fender Telecaster <laughs> Deluxe. And I just kind of
1: don't you know, like it. I
2: don't like it. Um, and John and I, and that's one of John's guitars and it's maybe his favorite. And so yeah. as a good first episode, it was a good way to get, get out of the way. This thing of like
1: well, Ed just doesn't like. Me. We had a guest in one week, uh, and we we're having a great time. And he was playing, and he was talking about what he does. And towards the end, he looked at the the guitar stand and said, "Oh wow, you've got this Telecaster Deluxe. That's boy, those are great." And Ed said, "Ah, oh, too bad. I was just starting to like you."
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you listen to that many podcasts yourself?
1: uh I don't. I think. Uh, what did you call me, Ed? Cat? Casual?
0: Casual, Ca- filthy casual.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm more casual, but I definitely do listen to them. But Ed is uh, nutty for the podcasts. Yeah. How many yeah. are you subscribed to, Ed?
2: Oh, I have no idea. Pro- you know, like, uh, I'm I'm subscribed to fifty something like that. Um, you know, and I I religiously listen to probably twenty something. You know, like I. I have morning routine where I start with like, uh, up first and the, you know, like NPR and the New York times. And I just sort of work my day around
1: that kind of thing. Well, and you go to live events as well.
2: Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, you know, like, um, uh, the, the pod save America and I saw the dollop guys, uh, Hollywood handbook, which is, um, one of the comedy bang bang. Uh, Earwolf Podcasts, uh, I think a few others. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of great because if I'm, if I'm ever second guessing the way the content is going on ours, like, is it too fast, too slow, too loud, too soft, whatever. I can just ask Ed saying, I don't know, do podcasts do this? Is this a thing people do? And he'll say, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Or yeah, don't do that.
2: Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'll send John examples of things that like, you know, that I think he'll not necessarily, I don't think we emulate anything. I think
1: I don't listen to enough to yeah, emulate, right?
2: right. Which, <laughs> which that's a, that's another thing that John and I have talked about in the past is like, I have never taken guitar lessons. And so I play a certain way and I have this thing that I think if I took lessons, it would change my playing in a way that like, I don't know if I want that to happen right. because I'm pretty okay with the way I play. Um And it's sort of like that with John. Like if John started listening to a ton of guitar podcasts or, you know, like real like podcast, like I wouldn't want him to switch up what he does because I think it's pretty good. So so I don't let John listen. Yeah,
1: I don't want to. I don't want to second guess like how I'm handling the the content, and then wonder like, oh, did I just copy what some other
0: dude does? Or so, how do you discover new shows?
1: Uh, same way anybody else does, I, I guess. For me, uh, I'll either you know search around for them or read reviews online, uh, or you know ask people like Ed. Or, that's how I discover them. I how do you? How do you get your 50 subscribed podcasts?
2: Yeah, I kind of, you know, like if I'm on to a specific thing, like if it's data science because of work, I'll go just like start listening to a few data science. Look at very popular ones. Um, Comedy stuff, you know, there's like uh, Earwolf as a channel. I just find, oh, I can go to Earwolf. And there's just a ton of stuff there and i yeah. just listen to the channel
1: or gimlet um,
2: yeah gimlet like there's yeah there's so many of those like big podcast empires um and you know like i i don't think i listen to too many just crazy out of the box unpopular like most of the things i think i listen to are pretty you know standard fair like unsurprising so You know, which is probably a bummer. Like I should actually like now that I say that, like dig,
1: go deeper in,
2: you know, but like there's, there's a lot of like Game of Thrones podcasts, like the season's going on. So I just listen to like, God, three or four recap episodes. (laughs) So I watch the show and then it's like, oh my God, now I've got to spend like six hours this week listening to people talk about the show. They they didn't like it for the exact same reasons uh-huh. I didn't like it. <laughs> like but, you know, I still do it.
0: And how can people find your show?
1: Oh, uh on anywhere you find your podcasts, uh, you can find it. Uh mostly. Not spot <laughs> not Spotify, uh yet or yeah, ever. Yeah. Uh but our website is the dot com.
2: Yeah. And the high gain on Instagram and Twitter and Apple.
1: Facebook. Apple and yeah. Facebook and- yeah. Mostly Instagram these days. If anybody who listens to an episode wants to see all kinds of pictures of the guitars we're actually talking about, uh, the high gain on Instagram would be a, a place to go.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having us. This is great. Solid work. Solid Good job. You did great. Great, Jason. <laughs>